Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside me is the world famous Joe Grande and normally the Pot Brothers at Law, but Mr. Mark Wasserman lost himself in the party. It's a potty break. It's a potty party break. It's a potty break. He's probably walking around over here in Long Beach. He's going crazy already. 100% he's over there. He might even be at a bar having a shot knowing him. (laughs) I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, exactly. But thank you guys for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Yes. All around the world, if you ever want to give us a call, 1-800-420-1980. And make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more at Cannabis Talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is that Wash Law. Craig is that Wash Law dog. Blue is that one, Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And as we said, we're all the way live in Long Beach. We have some very special guests joining us on the show set right now. They are from Veterans Cannabis Group. Aaron and Jonathan, thank you guys so much for sitting down with us. And thank you for your service as well. I'm going to start off with that. And let us know what you guys did in the military, first off. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having us. Um, I was in the Army. I was a combat engineer. Five and a half years active duty. Nice. And thank, you, thank, thank you. Thank you for your that. service, guys. Let's give him a round of applause. Yes. Every other veteran out here, guys. Thank you so much. And yourself? Yeah, same. Army, uh, infantry guy. Uh, I was a uh, machine gunner. Went over in 06 with the Surge. Uh, spent 15 months over there. Lost 16 of our guys in, in those 15 months. So sorry but, to hear that, man. Sorry. But, but lost almost 10 times more once we've got back to suicide, drug overdose, and things like that. Did you guys see a lot of that? I mean, especially with you saying that right now. I mean, losing them there in combat is one thing. Is it feel any different when you come back and lose them a different way due to overdose or suicide? Go ahead. Um, I think so, because we had a little bit more time to do something to intervene before that happened. And as you say time to do something, what do you think could have been done? Well, now, like... Most of the veteran nonprofit organizations in the cannabis industry out here, 
um, have educational programs and programs that you can get into. Um, instead of a, a, a lot of people, when they go to the VA, you're prescribed pharmaceuticals, and that's all they know. Yeah. And you think those pharmaceuticals are pushing more towards the suicide rate that we heard earlier that's ridiculous amongst veterans? 100%. The problem is when you get out of the military, nobody is helping you out. Nobody's telling you what to do anymore. There's no mandatory check-in with the VA. So if you're a veteran, you're a combat veteran, you have some mental health issues that you're dealing with from that, uh, you're going to struggle just trying to get into to find the help. Right. So well, some don't know they need help. Some of them don't too, know. Yeah. You know? And then trying to get into the VA system can be a little daunting as well. Trying to get your service connected disability rating, which gets you all the VA benefits. You know, you got to go online. You got to do some paperwork. You got to meet with a veteran service officer uh, and try to get that done. And if you have problems and if you're dealing with mental health issues or, um, you know, you just can't figure it out, it's it can be daunting. So I think, you know, see if getting injured or, or being killed in combat um, is different than obviously coming back where it's a lot more preventable. You know, we have we have systems. There are systems in place. Uh, the VA is a $250 billion annual budget. You know, we shouldn't be doing this on our own. The VA should be here right here with us, educating veterans about cannabis. But they're not because it's a, the VA is a federal entity. Uh, schedule, uh, cannabis is a Schedule One. And it's, it's against the law for them to, to deal with it, right? So we have to do it ourselves. We have to take it upon ourselves, privatize it with the help of you, with the community to get the outreach out there. And I think the, the biggest thing to answer your question is it's preventable. Sure. You know? And that's the, that's, yeah. the, that's the heartbreak about it's it. It's the heartbreak. It's sad. And it's just even think that so many people are constantly not being able to even get it or even understand about it. Like you said, too late because some people may not have realized, maybe I should try to pick up some product from this plant that may be able to help me deal with the issues that I'm having mentally, because if I mentally think suicide is the answer, that's a permanent solution for a temporary problem that a lot of these people in life have, where it's like, no, there are some solutions out there. As you think of these solutions, and you guys started your group, Veterans Cannabis Group, and you guys have a big thing going on in San Diego, is it, or something in January you guys got going on? Right now, uh, we Arizona. have we have an event going Arizona. on in Phoenix, Arizona, yeah, Phoenix, you. Arizona, on January 22nd at the VFW Post on Thomas Street. Um, we're working with some veterans out there, and some uh, the Earl Cup is also helping us and getting involved in that. Um, so we also have a study going on where we're doing a study for veterans. Uh, we're partnered with a company called Level up in San Francisco Bay Area. This is this is for veterans who are having trouble sleeping. We're going to get them a Fitbit. We're going to get them some CBG product. Uh, you have to be in the state of California to, to qualify, and you also have to have some sleep issues and be a veteran. Um, but, you know, we're trying to do, we're trying to t privatize these, these research, um, uh, clinical research, you know, type of, of, of events here sure. to try to prove and, and, you know, continue to advocate, continue to collect the data and show the, the government, you know, what the, the is proof. going on, that there's proof. proof. You know, I, I appreciate you doing that because we do need more data. Right, so when we have that conversation and everybody starts talking about, well, it helps me, it helps me, but when we don't have the data, it's hard to prove how it helps, why it helps, and so Joe and I are big advocates about making sure that you know we get as much data as possible, so that we can one day, you know, one day walk into a room and go, you're 220 pounds, you have this symptom, you need this, this is what you need. Based this is on, what's normally this, working for the. This, this is what normally works for you. Give it a shot, which is. 
in my opinion, the next level of, of actually delivering it on a massive pharmaceutical exactly. level. Exactly, that's what I pharmaceuticals say, do. But it's what it, what it comes down to. And what's been massively produced and pushed down our system, we know, and, and because it's a, a, you know, an epidemic is pills and oxycodones and all these other things that are prescribed and we know that they're so you know habit forming although they do help you in 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 massive pain and, and whatever else i want some if it if i'm if i'm laying there hurt i need something but there is a better way and knowing exactly though that data is going to be the key to getting there so thank you guys for for and, doing and that. especially people that don't understand it at all and never even tried it having that data provided it, it, it helps them understand a little bit more for what, sure what, what we're trying to do sure and and they they can they can they can get real real information and and so you know what what's that battle like you know because it's such a new you know battle for for a lot of people and and I, I look at this beautiful crowd and all these veterans walking around and all these people that are supporting the veterans today and uh, you know shout out to Immersia, blacklist um um Catalyst. Catalyst for for putting this thing together, um, you know it, it, it takes the 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 village to make it happen. So and and when it when it comes down to the, the cannabis lobby, like you're looking at it right now. Yeah. You know, uh, there there's no suits out here. This is everybody that everybody that supports these events, everybody that comes out, it has a booth, everybody that sponsors all the, all the all the veteran stuff that's going on. This is the lobby right here. Yes. Yeah, and there's so many great companies that are out here sponsoring and doing so many things to help create this. I want you guys to explain how cannabis has helped you with your military experience and what you've gone through that made cannabis such a big asset and made you lean towards it to doing everything that you're doing for this beautiful plant. Well, for me personally, uh, I went to Iraq in 2003. I was just a couple weeks behind the initial invasion into Mosul, Iraq. Uh, and as a combat MOS, uh, we experienced different things um, that were life-threatening on a daily basis. So when I came back, you got to imagine I was 23 years old. I mean, you're a kid at 23. Think about when you're 23 years old. What do you know? Nothing, right? right. And I was a sergeant in the, in the military with a combat deployment um, so when I got back, I didn't even understand that I had PTSD. I didn't really even, I, it took me uh, several, several years just to process what I had gone through. And I didn't go back to the VA until about eight years after I got out of the military and started to talk about it. So for me, when I first got back, uh, if I didn't use cannabis by a certain time in the morning, you know, you get up in the morning, you're having your coffee, your brain starts thinking. Sure. I, all of a sudden, you know, as, as my clarity of the day, I'm starting to process like what I was doing. I was playing with explosives. There was rounds coming in, et cetera, et cetera. And then you just start to process that. Because when you're over in that situation, you don't have time. To you're, in process. A you're in a leadership position. Yeah. You can't be weak. You know, you have to can't lead, think. lead by example. Focus. You have, you know, massive weapon capability. No mercy. Just let's go. You got you to gotta be, Follow you know, you, you have to do your job. Because if you don't do your job, either you're going to die or your buddy's going to die. You know, and that's just the, that's how war is. So it's, it, was, it helped me calm down. It actually, you know, some people think cannabis, oh, it's trying to, you're getting all stoned or high. Well, for me, it actually calmed me down and brought me to the present because I would start thinking about things and I wasn't present when I, when I wasn't using the cannabis. You know, I'm like, oh, what did I do over there? I can't believe I, you know, it was crazy. Uh, all these feelings and emotions would just kind of tidal wave over and, and I couldn't really, uh, you know, function. So the cannabis helped just mellow me out and calm me down. Gave you it gave you another another level that you needed to to understand where you're at. 
And it, yeah, and it helps you kind of also forget about and let go of some really intense Would your feelings. family and friends know the difference? Where they'd be like, oh my God, you're so much better now that you're on cannabis? Well, luckily, I was from Northern California, so I had, and I had older brothers, <laughs> yeah. and I had uh, you know access to really good, you know, green bud. We called it back then. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the greens. Uh, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I smoked brown growing up. <laughs> uh, we all did. We all did. It, oh, you know, give we, me that bammer all day. We had we had a, a full show just recently about like how much of the bammer cannabis was flooded in our country for so many years. The big and old brick weed. And the fight for... bucks a whole brick. Yeah, yes. And the fight for the, of the cannabis industry sending it from Northern California and Canada to create even different, you know, better quality, right? Um, so, so listen, I mean, you know, for me, you know, it's, it's funny because I can, you know, I was having a conversation with my mother and, and um, you know, she's like, I don't know why, you know... Uh, my brother, you know, Joe is locks the the windows and he 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 nails his windows shut. He he you know nails the screen shut and he's you know always locking the doors behind him. He's super paranoid about this stuff. And I'm like, mom, he's a Vietnam veteran. He probably has PTSD. And my mom just was like, huh? And I'm like. You know, I, I didn't think about what it. Is that? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, until the conversation. It was but, called. It was called shell shocked. But but it, she was she was shocked and she was like, you know what? I never thought of that. You know. And then you know, me being a part of the cannabis industry, I'm like, you know, we should actually you know try and see if he's willing to to because he he's he's an older general gentleman and he just he's been, it was in Vietnam so his, his mindset is still on the oh it's a drug it's bad not that it's a it's a medical. You know, drugs, I bet a lot of the, the be, people that come back from the military still think that same well, way. That's what we're 100%. trying to do right now. That's what we're trying yeah, to do we're right so now. It's so stigmatized yeah. when you're in the military, right? Uh, when I got back from Iraq, I served 15 months in Iraq as a machine gunner. My last year, I, I, I basically trained hand-to-hand -hand combat for thousands of people that would come through our academy before they went to Iraq. The last two months, I was like in a fight short, you know, fight shirt and hoodie every single day. Come back to my unit, they're like, "Hey, what's Chi up to?" You know, let's piss test him. Piss tested me within 60 days of me getting out of the military, done with my contract. Tried to kick me out of the military, and not give me my college education and not give me my benefits. Really? Wow. They tried. Did they succeed? No, I, I I lawyered up real quick. Good for you. That is. Good. And, and did you use crazy, medical though. as your as your um, defense? No, not at all. No, I, I didn't even have that defense because you don't have it. You sign a contract right. when you no, go to the no. military. I know, but you know, you 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 would you would think that you know you, you're so well spoken, articulate that you could sit there and kind of you know try and get into that conversation and hope that someone would listen. When I was in, it was so stigmatized that literally, if you were the one that got busted smoking weed, you turned into a shit bag and you would get you know ostracized from the rest sure. of the unit. And sure. if people were people were fucking with you they would get drooped into that same category. Well, well, there's 47 states now that are, that are you know, either medical or recreational or adult use right now. And, and the way I'm starting to, I guess, look at the big picture is the NFL, uh, the NBA, NBA the soccer hockey. leagues, the, 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 the not yet the Olympics, but they're starting to make changes. And, and I'm assuming and hoping that the military... Um, for our veterans and for everybody involved in, in, in this cannabis, um, you know, fight, that they start to make a change, too, and that just one voice and, and us being heard, if you're hearing us now, you know, maybe help that stigma change 
and and that's what we're here for. Is is that similar what, what your fight is for? I mean, is that what you guys are fighting for as well? Absolutely. Um, we have to be the voice. So we're not a bunch of stoners, you know, typical with tie-dye. Nothing against yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of nothing stigma. Wrong with it. But if you look at us, you know, we're, we served in the military. We're talking about service-connected disabilities, symptoms of PTSD, for example, because, because Congress enacted a war and we went to war. So we came back and we said, hey, I got PTSD. And, you know, going back to our population, the veterans are usually, the military is always trying different technologies, trying different medical um, treatments at the VA. So we're a population of, of people that are willing. We've already volunteered once when we signed up for the military. And we're, we've already been on the front lines giving our, our commanders intelligence to get the job done. And they trusted us then. So now there's another war, yeah. right? There's a war against uh, opioids. There's a, yeah. there's a veteran suicide rate that's out of control. And we're again on the front lines of this battle. And we ha we've identified something, a solution, and we're trying to speak up and show the government. We want to work with the government. We have already worked with the government. You know, we, we, don't, we, we are part of that population here. We're United States American citizens. And so the point is, is that we volunteered once. You know, we, we're on the front lines. We've seen what can work. And we're trying to educate and voice that opinion for real problems that are, are connected to our military service. You know, we're not making these things up. Um, and we're not, uh, you know, just trying to be recreational users here. It's not a game. Yeah. This oh, is, not at this all. Is and, and how can people get in contact with you guys if they want to help out or do something with you? On our website, veteranscannabisgroup.com. We also have a Facebook page and we also have Instagram. You can fill out, you know, the contact us form on there. Um, like, again, if you're a veteran who has sleep issues, there's a pop-up on the website that talks about the study. Um, you just get in contact with us, you email us, and we have an email blast that we send out for upcoming events and things like that. You know, we are a 501c3, so we are a, a 501c3 nonprofit, which means we can receive tax-deductible donations, uh, which is very important. Again, we're trying to legitimatize the movement and the voice of what we're doing. There's 22 million veterans in the United States. There's almost 2 million in California alone. Wow. Sure. You know? And from the veteran cannabis group position, like a lot of people have started coming to us as sort of the go-to guys to bring on a lot of the other veteran nonprofits. You yeah. Know, and, and, and also the, 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 the for-profit companies. And so um, with, with, that be, with that being said, um, shit, I forgot where I was we, going with that one. We want to help organize and kind of quarterback all the different veterans. We want the point that one of the goals from the veterans cannabis leadership group is to be a leader to enable other veterans to do the advocacy work, right? So provide the resources, provide the 501c3 um, foundation to, to, to uh, receive those tax deductible uh, uh, you know, donations to uh, organize, put to contact, connect us with, you know, cannabis talk here 101. Um, and just try to help organize us because there's a lot of different veteran advocacy groups out there and I find that um, we just need to try to help organize uh, a little bit better. All, all of them. Yeah. And, know, and, and network, network with all of them uh, and, and invite them in and bring them to the table and try to work together as a team to get this done. You know, it, it's, a, it's the way you articulated everything that you were saying when you said, look, we went out on the field and fought for our country. They trusted us to 
go to war to create, you know, um, Crazy, yeah. calculated uh, decisions on the field to protect our country. And now you're sit- sitting here and saying, listen, I have that same ability. Our team has that same ability to do it for cannabis and help make a, a change in this in this industry. You know, I, my hat's off to you guys. You know, I, I respect that. And 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 actions like this because this is an action showing up here putting out your time you know you, you didn't get paid to be on our show we didn't you know get paid for you to be here the, the you spending your time to to you know give one person that change and that change is a ripple effect that'll help change everything in our country and and i i think it's seriously it's dear and, and near to my heart so thank you gentlemen thank you and and six years ago when i started lobbying um, if you went into the VA and you got hurt and they gave you a piss test just like I thought I had coronavirus and I went into the VA, they give you a piss test right away. Six years ago, they would have took away all of your benefits. Just for the cannabis? For pissing hot. After you came really? out? Really? As a veteran. As going a veteran. Going into the VA. Not as a... Not as a... Active member in the military. As a veteran. Just as a veteran. Gonna, as I a did veteran. My time. Of the military legally allowed to smoke it. Wow. Oh, my and God. So, that ne- that's only changed six years now? It's only been six a years, a little longer, but you were, you're, wow, well, that's there, crazy. there's new VA policies that's, in that's, place. There's new VA policies in place that uh, if you're using cannabis or you, you tell the medical professional at the VA that you're using cannabis, they're not allowed to take away your VA benefits or your, your medical benefits or whatever type of pain treatment you're in. But that's what he's talking about. If you had cannabis in your system and really it's almost um, interdependent on each VA system and who the director of the hospital is sure. for that VA. Sure. Their VA in Texas might be way different than the San Francisco <laughs> VA. Right. Yeah. Right? So, Are you guys mostly in the Bay Area in California? Yeah, I'm Are in Northern California. He's down in here. Southern California. Oh, very nice. The Veterans Cannabis Group is a 501c3 nonprofit in the state of California. And we have our board is made up of veterans all throughout the state. And also we have other board members throughout the country. Again, we have 22 million veterans. So we have veterans reaching out to us all the time. So when people ask, well, how many people are in your group? I say, well, about 22 million. Wow. Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know like, if you think <laughs> about literally, it, the population, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, you know, uh, you want to be, you, you, you be in our group? You want to come get a I'm couple thousand dollars worth of cannabis from Catalyst? Or, yeah, let's you know? come on down. <laughs> but, but they're doing the, it. The real, you know, they're doing it, it. We can't, literally. We can't do this on our own. So you guys are very important. The community is very important. Just like in the certain when we were active duty, we need help from our family and our friends, right? Our community. Yeah. Same thing now. So if you guys give up on us, we're not going to be able to do it, right? No, so we yeah. need to work together. Until this is fully legal and the veterans can go and get cannabis, and at still the need help. Hospital. Once it's even fully legal, they're still going to need some extra help just because it's legal. 100%. Yeah, and 100%. there's still going to be here's needs. where you know people ask me what's the ultimate goal. I say, well, if the VA was prescribing and educating cannabis, then I wouldn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't God, have a two hundred fifty billion dollar budget though. <laughs> well, you need one. <laughs> yeah, you know can I, mean? I help you get one? <laughs> I'm write a check. We yeah. get it out there. We appreciate your time once again. It's Aaron and Jonathan. Thank you guys from Veterans Cannabis Group. It's Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. We greatly appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Yes. And once again, give out the website so people can contact you guys again. VeteransCannabisGroup.com. There okay. it is, folks. Oh. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back. Peace. Damn. Right on. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, all the way live in Long Beach, California. Let me tell you this. Immersia, Blacklist, Catalyst, you know, everybody that's involved in this, all the sponsors, all the beautiful Rocket people. Rocket Seeds. Rocket Seeds, all the beautiful people that are here that are actually putting in this effort to support our veterans right here. This is unbelievable, guys. Sincerely, I want to thank you guys. Yes, Joe. definitely want to thank them all. And I want to thank these other guests that just come to join us. They've been waiting around. And I, I love reading everything about them. Arnold Strong, Army Colonel Ranger, as well as Andre Andrews Jr. Uh, I'm just reading the stuff on you, Andrew, right here from your whole life of growing up in New Jersey, to meeting your wife, going to film school in Los Angeles, to 
being a nerd and working off Godzilla, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who knew this brother had all that in this country boy right here? Yeah. And then alone he's from New it, Jersey, man. and I'm Thank like so reading that going, okay, I didn't expect to read what I see. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And I'm like, wow, that's beautiful on top of the fact that you guys are veterans. Yes. On top of the fact that you guys are soldiers. Thank you so much for doing what you've done. And, and then you guys start Warriors Road. Uh, I mean, you guys are just doing things. How did you two come to meet each other, Arnold? Well, I'll tell you, uh, Andre and I uh, first met about 10 years ago. Um, I had come back to Los Angeles, where I'm from. I'm a native Los Angelino. I'm a graduate of UCLA. I was a Go regular Bruins. Army. Congratulations. Bruins. Yeah. Um, I uh, was a regular Army officer for a decade, uh, got out, came back in after 9-11, was initially in the Guard and then the Reserve. I stood up uh, basically like an Army startup. It was a public affairs unit that was brand new. When I stood it up, it was just me. It was like an Army startup. I came to Los Angeles Film School, where Andre was a student. And Los Angeles Film School, UCLA Film School, USC, because I was recruiting media people, you know, writers, producers, directors, camera operators. And uh, Andre wasn't interested, but he was interested in being a friend. He was like, man, you're cool, sir. Or let's like, or let's like hang. And that was like, so we've known <laughs> each other for like a decade. Yeah. You know what's cool is that you, the way you expressed it, like he wasn't interested, but he was interested in being a friend. Yeah, definitely. That, 100%. That, dude, like. It, it was the community. Um, the American Legion really brought us together. Yep, um, totally. American Legion kind of like saved my life. Uh, it was a, it's like a, one of the largest um, veteran VSO organizations in the country. Uh, it's like 105 years old. I know. Yeah, we know the legions. Yeah, okay. Come oh, you, on, baby. Okay. My yeah, next door right, neighbor. My next door neighbors in the legions, and and yeah, so I'm very aware. Uh, yeah. Are your parents, the grandparents in the military? Yes, my, my dad was in the Navy. Oh, so you Beautiful. should be a Legion member, too. So we yeah. put you on the spot right now. What post are you going to join uh, next well, week? You tell me. Let's rock. Join post 283. Yeah, okay. Let's I'm gonna go. I'm going to sign you up next week. I ain't afraid. Let's right, go. Man, let's do yeah. it, man. Andre, what, what, what were you at in the military? What would you do? Um, I, was, um, I went to the Navy in 2001. I went in as a supply clerk in uh, Bahrain. I, went to, I wasn't, wasn't supposed to go overseas, but the towers fell. Uh, when I graduated high school. So I graduated high school in May 2001. I went to the Navy in August, and then um, towers fell in September. So they sent me to Bahrain. When I went to Bahrain for two years, it was just a phenomenal experience just traveling the world and um, just seeing new parts of the country. And then uh, I went to my second ship, was a destroyer, in uh, Mayport, Florida, right after that. So I traveled, I seen like 23 countries total, and, and just seeing new countries just gave me a new perspective on, on life, coming back to America, understanding what we was fighting for. It just made me want to grow, and that's why I'm continuing my service of Warriors Road. Thank you. And, and now you guys are doing Healing Our Heroes. You guys are, what, what is that exactly? So Warriors Road is a 501c3 nonprofit um, founded by Andre. I mean, he's got me on his board. But really, what, what our entire sort of realization is, is that, you know, we talk a lot about post-traumatic stress. We talk a lot about the reintegration challenges of veterans. We talk about the fact that first responders, you know, be they police, fire, paramedic, or military veteran, for the last 20 years that we've all like faced through, faced get closer, through, nice faced through all that, is uh, we also deal with horses that have got similar issues. Wow. And so uh, Andre, who really discovered equine only in the last decade, <coughs> less than that, realized this is what I really want to do. And he called me up and just said, Colonel Strong, you ever been around horses? And I'm like, oh, man, I used to ride all the time out there in the valley. He says, well, I need you to come out and check something out. And that, like, I'll, you should and, take the and my family, this organization. And my family was into horses, too. My, my grandfather, my great-grandfather had horses. But I didn't really get the opportunity to interact with horses like I wanted to in North Carolina. So 
when I came out here to California and uh, with this other lady who's on my board too, her name is Ashley, she got a ranch in Terrabella. Um, when I met her, it was a phenomenal opportunity and she kind of got e and reintroduced me to equestrian lifestyle and um, it was something I'll never forget. So having that opportunity, being able to bond with horses is something that I can't really describe to you until you get opportunity to do it yourself, you know? You meet 1,500 pounds of flesh that's giving you the ability to uh, work with it and, and dance with it and, and, and control it in its own lifestyle. Um, it, it's life-changing. So Man, being it, a part of Warriors Road it, and starting Warriors and Road. And it would help build the world of this country, for God's sake. You know what I mean? People oh, moved yeah. on horseback. you got to think yeah. about it and think about what those horses literally did from their backs. You was doing that for thousands of years before yeah. 100 years ago. You was riding horses, for sure. 100%. 100%. 100%. You Not know, only that, when are you going to invite us? Yeah, well, <laughs> I know you, you guys got immediately. Yeah, I mean, he's out there on the ranch daily. But I, I, I will tell you, though, the, the thing that Andre advocates for the most that really I had to learn into, lean back towards, was, it, yeah, we talk about our needs to reintegrate and to be healed, but these horses got stuff too. I mean, a lot of these horses, a lot like veterans, you know, we come in, we're like, hey, I used to be a, you know, shopkeeper on a destroyer. I went to 27, 37 countries. It's like, hey, I was an airborne ranger. I was an infantry guy. But these horses are like, hey, I used to be a racehorse. Yeah. Hey, I used to be a show horse. Hey, I used to be a polo Same pony. feeling. Yeah. So we got a couple of horses. Attitudes, you know? We got a couple of horses. Well, a few horses with some unique backgrounds. We got a, a draft horse that's come from Texas that was a driving horse and now service veterans on, on, on the front line. Um, we got a previous polo pony come from Santa Barbara Polo Club, and she was in, she's been a phenomenal horse within yeah. our program. So we got some incredible horses that have unique stories behind themselves as well that help veterans because we all got unique stories ourselves, you know? You know, it, when, when you say that, you know, like I look at, you know, veterans that have a horse as their pet, like their dog, like their brother, like their sister, like their family their member. companion. It's not just a pet. It's a family member. It's all those things. And so, you know, let me ask you a, a deep question. Do you give any of these pets CBD, THC, or any of these family members for any pains or illnesses that they might occur? We do. Uh, we got a couple of horses that's getting kind of up there in age. So we have been like dabbling in the opportunity on like CBD products for like sure. equestrian and horses and stuff like that. And been trying to feed them. And, and it's been, seemed like it's been helping a lot of their bones and to keep them going too. So we do that as well. But after we smoke a group of veterans, we kind of do the same thing. Just smoke and reflect on the opportunity what we just had with these, with these, with these phenomenal animals. Now as a 5013C and, and a, a company that's, you know, not for profit, I appreciate that one. Just just having that you know that infrastructure of a of a company is a as a job in itself, right? Because obviously you know you don't necessarily own it. It's owned by the world, if you will, or or yeah. whomever. What is your guys's number one mission right now? Our number one mission is to change a, a veteran and a first responder's life one horseback ride at a time. Man, you come out here. There's no other opportunity to kind of get this equestrian experience. There's no other place to get this horse to human experience at all. So we want you to invite you out to Three Kings Ranch and come out here at Warriors Road and take part in this program and see what these horses can and how these horses can change your life. Where is Warriors Road? How can people get in touch with you guys? Right now we are on Facebook. We are Warriors Road USA. Instagram we are Warriors Road USA. Yeah. Um, and exactly. You know, that's pretty much it right exactly. now. So and if, and if people roll. want to go out there to the camp, where, where is exactly it located right, at? Right now we're located in, a, we just moved to a 200-acre ranch in Fraser Park. So we got some phenomenal, you know, landscape scenery that you can come out there and walk with us. 
we got a you know a two hour trail ride to some waterfalls if that's what you're interested in too. So wow, yeah, to hang out with us. Yeah, it's it's. Sure. I mean, it's so funny because the first time we went out there, we only moved to that property, that extraordinary property, you know, two months ago, and went out there and I told him. I remember I was passing Mount Magic Mountain. I'm like, bruh, I'm seeing like I got another 45 minutes. He said, I know, sir. I know. I know. I know. And as soon as I made that exit, it's like. Oh my God! This is why. Well, because we're 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 abutting the Los Padres National Forest. Can I camp like, there too? Totally. We, we, we we're camp. doing. We, so that's why I'm asking. So now I'm yeah. thinking like I'm bringing my we motor home we out. Set up, do we the, set up our first exactly. fire pits. Exactly. Like, that's where I'm feeling. Man. Ride, camp out, yeah. and then we do a dawn yeah. ride in the morning, and that's yeah. what we're working on right now. We brought now, out the telescope. Time. You know, we do like yeah, star yeah. tours, stuff like that. I mean, it's all about being in that healing space. You know, I love it. I love that actually. You know, it's something that I'd love to to explore, and I'm I'm down to take a trip. We was thinking about even having y'all come out and maybe shoot an episode of y'all show out there with us at the ranch. You know, you come set up. Warriors Road USA, on, uh, we on our sure. way, player. Come right, on. Yeah, no, no, like, extend that offer. You all can come shoot your No, it's going to happen. It's okay. going to happen. No, sincere, sure. no sincerely, like, like, I'm looking to bring, like, my whole staff, all our employees, our Beautiful. team, the people that really care about our, our, our rounding our existence, bring them out there to enjoy your guys' facility, bring out some motorhomes, some trailers, and just spend a weekend it's with you guys. It's an opportunity to get away. You know, we, like a one-hour L.A. ride out. If, if I'm going to live in the Valley, it'll take me one hour to go from the Valley to Santa oh, Monica. Oh, it's nothing. So it'll take you an hour to get to us, but at the same time, you getting outside of L.A. and what you're going to experience is something you experience in Montana, Utah, Colorado. Really? Right, like right. Sure. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny to think that California has that and people don't it realize does. that you got to get out of L.A. Yeah. That's the thing. to drive out of L.A. Yeah. And, and it's not that far, which is funny. So, no, so if close. people are out there and you want to find it, once again, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook and the website again is? Warriors Road U.S. Warriors Road USA. You yes, guys sir. are doing Thank your you. thing. I appreciate you. Is there anything else that you guys want to I, talk I about? Would, I would tell you that it's it's what makes it such an honor for Andre and I to like ultimately wrap your show is to realize this is ultimately in sync with you know the veteran cannabis group. You know, in sync. Well, you guys are veterans for God's sake. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. it's, it's it's Veterans Day. And no, we, we promote yeah. THC instead of opioids. You know, that's yeah. tearing our bodies yeah. up. So let's yeah. promote THC for sure. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so yeah. much. Yeah. It's a great way to close up the shop. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having you us. Guys, thank, you thank you guys again for your service, guys. And remember this. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And if no one else loves you. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 live right here on Pine Street in Long Beach. Beautiful Long Beach. For our veterans. All day for the veterans, you guys. If you're looking out there and you want to grow your own, well, head over to Rocket Seeds, you guys. Rocketseeds.com on Instagram. It's at rocket underscore seeds. For trusted cannabis seeds, Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality seeds at a fair price. Head to Rocketseeds.com. And I also got to give a big shout out to Viscous Vape, born and raised right down the street in Venice Beach. Yes. Delivering the maximum potency you can expect from the Viscous brand. Check them out online at Viscous.life. All that being said, we also want to give a shout out to everybody out here that's made this happen. G4 Live, if you don't go, you don't grow. Going down in May 2021, all the way live in Las Vegas. Of course, Snoop Dogg performing with Travis Barker. G4 Live is going to be a great event. Cali FX Connector. And I just said Viscous. Chronic Expos out there, White Label Farms, Immersia, Catalyst, Steezy, The Blacklist, Veterans Cannabis Group, Humanity Heroes, Left Coast Extracts, The Roll-Up Show, Loomis, Smoke DeVille, and Mobile Media Kings all out here making this beautiful event as beautiful as it can be. And as we talk about this event, you guys, we have another special guest joining us with us on the last part of this show. And Blue, you didn't get a chance to meet this dude, but he is just... Everything. The bomb. I mean, Brian, when I talk about you, I talk about you with the most up respect because I call you the literally a term that we use when like, what was his name again? What was his name again? I text him my phone. You ready for this? Yeah. Badass. (laughs) (laughs) So let me tell you. And Brian Buckley comes up. (laughs) That's how I have you in my phone when we're like What's his name? Oh my God! Oh, badass! <laughs> I look up badass, and Brian shows up, dog. That's how I have you from your stories. Oh, yeah, very humbling that you've shared with us, and of course everything. You're a veteran. 
You've done so much, of course, with your brand, which is Hellman Valley Growers, and your product that's out here that you're doing for the community. How great is it to come out here and see Long Beach do this for the veterans? This is incredible. I mean, literally, it was like a last-minute thing where I had an opportunity to come hang out with you guys. And I always tell everyone, Cannabis Talk 101 is like my Graceland. Oh, I'm home, you, you know, so thank this you. is great. I'm just humbled to be here. Let's get at it. You know, really, I want to thank Immersia, Blacklist, uh, Catalyst for, for making this happen for our veterans here in Long Beach. It, it, it's such a beautiful thing. Like, you know, I've sat with John Reese and, and been able to really sit, like, break down in tears because it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And, 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 and I can only explain it from the sense that my, my uncle was a veteran that lived down here and went through... Um, the v- Vietnam and it blew off his stomach and literally was homeless here by choice because we all offered him homes and whatnot and it was such a dear moment for my to sit here in the, the streets of Long Beach on Pine 4th, 5th and 6th yeah. because I used to search these streets right for here uncle, huh? for wow. my uncle just to hang out with them d- through the holidays and give him money because he would not come home he would not do it he lived here and, and it got him. And it got him. It got him. And, and you know, God rest his soul, Jose Negron, I appreciate you. I love you. I miss you. And, uh, wow. It, Brian, you know, Joe has spoke so highly about the stories and the things that you've done and the things that you're doing for, for veterans and, and the community. Let's dive into some of them. Share with us. Yeah, no, that's a, I'm a little bit touched here just hearing your story. I mean, that's what kind of drives me every day is... You know, before I go to bed every night, I think about what have I done for a veteran today, and it just it just blows my mind where you have men and women who raise their right hand, willing to go sign a blank check for their nation's uh, for the country, payable on their death, and we're not doing everything possible to help them live the American dream they fought so hard to defend. Payable under death, what a great term! Wow, payable wow. under death, and, and then. We don't give them the proper tools. And this, there's some people, once again, that do choose to be like your uncle, Blue. It's a prime example. And we all know that, and that's be true. But we should be trying to do everything possible to help these veterans out there. Yeah. And, Brian, please share with Blue how your whole team, what happened to you guys. Ooh, which, uh, which well, event would the, you the, like there, uh, Mr. The, the, Grande? The, I really love, <laughs> I, I mean, when you said popcorn, when you guys got blown up. Yeah, like that. That was the, in Afghanistan. Yeah. So we were, um, what I did in Afghanistan was I had uh, an amazing opportunity in my life. And I thank God all, all the time for this because not everyone gets to serve with their heroes, and I did. And, you know, not only did I become a Marine and I got to serve in the Marine Corps, um, <laughs> that was rad. And, um, you know, things where I look at the Marines as being an elite fighting force, but then we got into the special operations game, and I was able to make uh, Marine special operations as a Marine Raider. So what we did in Afghanistan was what we called the commando mission. So we would take the Afghan special forces, their commandos, we'd get on black helicopters in the middle of the night, and we would go uh, eliminate uh, high-value individuals who worked for the Taliban. And I'll never forget the time we were flying into an area that we thought was called Northern Shurikay. But this is where the ugly American comes up, where we make lines on the map and the actual people who live there were like, I'd never heard of a place called Northern Shurikay. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. You're in a spot called Kaligas, which was literally the capital of the Taliban in the Helmand province. 
So we flew in there, and we came in under fire. I remember I'm sitting on the back of the ramp, and I'm just seeing RPGs rip up at me. Wow. And people were like, well, what were you thinking at that point? I'm like, I, I was hoping my hair looked good. I, I, there's yeah. literally nothing I could do at that point. <laughs> yeah. you know? I was like, I don't know. I'm You're just there. riding it out. And we came in, and as the ramp dropped, I'm the first guy off the helicopter since I was a ground force commander. So as soon as my foot hit the deck, I'll tell the pilots, you know, I'm on the deck, and then they would say, hey, transfer power over to ground force commander because the air combat element had command while we are flying. And I tripped and fell on my ass. And next thing you know, you hear rounds going boom, 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 boom over my head. Wow. And I looked down at the, this black Chinook helicopter. And you had a guy on his uh, mini wheel, basically a machine gun, just rip, ripping right into a tree line. And literally one of the pilots pulled out his weapon and started shooting in the air. And he didn't have it against his uh, shoulder. So his, his bulls were going everywhere. But he knew how bad of a fight we were in. And we had the little birds. If you saw Black Hawk down, the little things that put their asses up and they shoot rockets and guns. They called me up, and uh, my, my call sign was Copperhead. They're a Copperhead, you got shit all over you. And I'm like, hey, clear them hot. And they came in and ripped apart everything. And I remember just getting on the radio with the boys, and I'm like, hey, boys, we're earning our stories on this one. Yeah. And we were trading fight, uh, you know, casualties back and forth for about uh, 48 hours. And we got into a spot where... Um, you know, uh, next thing you know, I knew a, a, what they call underbow grenade launcher flew over my head. Sounds like a baseball flying by you. Knew they had me. I went, fuck. And uh, it cranked off. Uh, shrapnel uh, throughout my body and two of my teammates went down. One of my teammates, he took it in his stomach, so we had to grab him, get on our fire. But at that point, we were in such a heavy tree line, it looked like giants were shaking the trees. And the amount of rocket-propelled uh, grenades and small arm fire that was coming out, I literally felt like I was in a popcorn machine because everything underneath me was just popping and exploding. Wow. And we got in there, uh, took a couple deep breaths. We were uh, about to be overran. I told my higher command about that. They uh, provided the support they had to with aircraft, and we took the fight to the enemy, and the people who started the fight no longer live on this earth, and we won, and that was it. So You know, <sighs> what a... It gets me every time. What a story. <laughs> I mean, first of all, again, I can't thank you enough... Um, for your service. Now, and, thank you, like, you for know. letting me serve. I, I honestly believe that. Like, every time someone comes up to me and says, thank you for your service, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Do you know what I was able to do? I was able to fight for a country I love and believe in so much in, and I got to serve at such a high level with amazing Americans. Thank you for paying your taxes. That's how I got paid. Well, and it's <laughs> great. Know? And now you're out here with Hellman Valley Growers. You have your brand. How's it going for you? Uh, where is it going? What's the latest and greatest with the brand? You know, it's been great. Uh, we got amazing partners, you know, guys who really took us under their wing for a long time. And, you know, you know, it's just very hard to get into this industry. And we met two gentlemen uh, named George and Cody Sadler, and they brought us in. They recently just sold a company called Platinum Vapes, and um, they took care of us, gave us our shot. I didn't know if people were going to believe in the brand. Um, it was a little bit touch and go for a while, but I think after, after we got that institutional review board to say we are going to do medical cannabis research with veterans, we've been approved by the federal government, this is the real deal, it took on. And it's just been a blessing where one thing I love about the cannabis community, you know, me being with my background of athletics and military, sure, you think competition in terms of like, I got to destroy my opponent. Well, what I love about the cannabis community, if you're doing the right thing for the right reason, they will embrace you. 
and they'll bring you in. If you're a bad actor, you're going to get called out. So the entire cannabis community has been tremendous towards us and it's helped us uh, succeed to our goal to prove the medical benefits of uh, cannabis and to show that it can reduce the symptoms of post-traumatic stress. And my ultimate goal is one day is you go into a VA, you go into their pharmacy, you're going to see Hellman Valley Growers product, and that's what vets are going to be prescribed. And I you're be- pushing I it, too, it. on a, a bigger level. You're sitting there going to Congress. You're sitting there trying to fight the fight on the biggest level for the federal level. How is that fight going for you? You know, it's been going well. It's slow. I mean, obviously, the government moves at a molasses pace. I, I have a great opportunity. Um, I'm, you know, people ask me, are you a Republican or are you a Democrat? I just tell them I'm an American, and it blows their mind. I'm like, I don't care if you have a D or an R. Yeah. I have or a mission. Red or blue. Yeah, yeah. I have I a mission either. to accomplish. So I have a great opportunity. I sit on a veteran advisory board for a representative out of Pennsylvania named Madeline Dean. I talk to her a lot. I've, uh, we've worked with people like Senator Schultz out of Hawaii. We're working with senators in uh, Arizona. And again, I don't care if you have a Republican or Democrat. There is a problem here with our veterans. Again, they raised their right hand. They said, I will go forward. I will die for you. Why are we not doing everything possible to let them live that dream? So it's been a lot of, um, you know, some headaches, but again, very positive momentum. And again, I'm not going to weigh in the government. That's why we want to prove the facts ourselves and to show them the numbers. And numbers don't lie. Numbers never lie. And what you're doing, in my opinion, has been the most positive effect as far as going about it from a logistic standpoint of a strategic way, which is going after these congressmen, convincing the people that make the change. And that's one thing I loved about you that I was even telling Blue after the time we talked. I go, dude, this dude has a protocol that to me is on point to making change. There's so many people that are doing so many great things, and there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And, of course, just dealing with helping the veteran community in itself is one thing, but going at it from a con- Congress level is another way. And that's one thing that you're doing. And what Hem were, uh, Hem were, what is it again? Hellman Hel- Valley, Valley Growers Helm Company. Valley, well, it helps so I can read and talk. That's what you guys are doing, <laughs> yeah. and that's what I commend you for because that approach, in my opinion, is a very strategic and smart approach. You know, and I really appreciate that. And that was a big thing when I sat down with Congress in 2016 saying, what do you need me to do? Bottom line, I don't want to hear the bullshit anymore, just what do you need? And they're like, all right, we need data, we need American doctors. So we brought in Niamedic Healthcare and Research Services out of Israel. We all know how far ahead they are on yeah. research. <laughs> and then we were able to bring in UC Irvine Health. Now I got my American doctors. So there's going to be no if, and, or but. We know it works. Niamec has already proven it. Now I just need to put an American face on it, and let's get on with it, and let's help our veterans. Wow. You it's know, so great. It, it's, it's so important. Again, you know, like Joe and I are super big on data, making sure that, you know, we get the research, the proper research, and it goes, you know, through the process so that we can really make a change. You know, it, it yeah. doesn't, you know, it, it's anecdotal. We all have anecdotal proof, right, sure. that this works, that it helps people, that it's something that's near and dear to our hearts. But when you have that data that actually the research from the professionals and you have that, those numbers and everything starts making sense is when the curve, you know, becomes a, a line and everybody yeah. aligns what we're doing in this industry and it's super important to us so thank you for for that fight and everything else is there anything that we missed that you want to you know shout out there for us no i mean i just uh want to appreciate everyone for supporting Hummel valley growers company uh we do have a non-profit called batter brothers foundation which our institutional review review board falls under 
So please look it up, battlebrothersfoundation.org. Please donate, help us out. We're all in this fight together, and we're going to make this happen. Appreciate you, brother, always. Keep fighting the fight. If yes, there's sir. anything we could do for you, you know we're always here for you. You know it. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.